Hello there. You're listening to Shay's Bills Podcast. And here's your host, Shilano. Hey guys, thank you so much for coming in to listen to Shay Spills podcast. Just to acknowledge these episodes were recorded back in April, so this is a few months old. I do apologize, um, my editor was away and I couldn't edit it at the time as well. So enjoy this um, podcast episode and I will chat to you all then. Hello everyone and welcome back to Shay Spills podcast. Obviously I'm Shay, how are you? Hope you're well. Uh, this week's episode is on about the Ireland and England Six Nations TikTok match that happened um, the second last week of the Six Nations um, women's rugby matches. Um, so I thought I would just go and have a chat about that. But also I know I haven't really posted. I'm sorry. I do have episodes ready. It's just I am... Um, just to upload them is the time, really. Um, if you didn't know already, last Sunday on April 16th, I had streamed for 24 hours for Make-A-Wish Foundation, uh, and which meant I continued to stream for 24 hours. Um, and we raised the goal of 250 euros, so that was great. Um, so that's four wishes for four children, which is even better, I think. So yeah, I did that and other people got um other streamers in Europe streamed that weekend as well from the 14th to the 16th and it, yeah, no, it was really good. Um and I wasn't bored actually and I wasn't too tired, so I was very surprised about that. But yeah, that's really me. Uh that's the kind of updates I have for you, but um as I said, today's episode is about the rugby match and yeah that's really i mean other than that i was there um so you're gonna hear about this and perspectives of the match from myself and my friend tony so no further ado let's crack on all right so ireland and versus england six nations match took place this weekend on april 22nd in Mosgraves park in cork city Ireland's final home game was in Cork, marking this is the first time this year that the team's home games were held in Cork, not Dublin. Beforehand, England led the tournament with Scotland and Ireland trailing behind in the bottom, which means next week's final matches in the Championship will find out if Ireland or Scotland will finish last. Unfortunately for Ireland, their debut match against Wales finished 31-5 Ireland, which was followed by a beating at the hands of the French in Musgraves Park as well. The side had a chance to win in Italy, but despite the improved territory and possession figures and stats, Ireland was not clinical enough with the red zone and continuously let down at the line-out by sloppy handling. Um... With that out of the way, let's talk about the game. As I said, I was very fortunate to be at the game with my friend Tony as the tickets were my Christmas present. Uh, The weather was expected to be showering uh, throughout the day and cold, but it actually ended up to be dry for the entire game, which was great, other than the grey clouds. But it didn't make till like 7 o'clock in the evening, so that was very good for us. Mm. Um, The main stand had about a quarter of it was full. 
Um, we could see the RT sports experts uh, doing their coverage on the side of the pitch. Tony and myself decided to watch the tries on the right side uh, try post as we managed to get obtain our R3 second Hall of Fame by noticing myself in my tan jacket, which I didn't know that. It looked like Del Boy from Only Fools and Her- Horses uh, jacket. Um, apparently it was when the older men used to wear those jackets to the rugby matches so I wasn't aware of it I didn't even know my man knew it not me um anyway so uh, after the anthems which were very quickly sung and kickoff was begun after a shaky start England exploded into action with the first half tries from Sarah Beckett Tatiana Hurd Ellie Kildun Marley Parker and Morwenna Towling with a conversion from Laggy Tuma, I'm sorry if I get any of the names pronounced wrong. I am not a good name pronouncer. <laughs> uh, giving the Red Roses a commanding 27-0 bonus point advantage at the break. McWilliams has made three changes to the team with the defeated 24-7 by Italy last week in Parma. Brittany Hogan takes over flanker for the injured Dorothy Wall, while Molly Scruffy McKay... Scruffle? Oh my god, why did I say Scruffy? I'm so sorry. Scruffle, McCabe and Vicky Irwin replaced Alicia Hughes and Anna McCann. McCann. The youth and experience of the Irish squad is a major talking point with the two youngsters, Dana O'Brien and Eva Dalton, starting at the game. Despite a few graphs, O'Brien disem- demonstrated the pointency of her enormous boot with massive clearance freeing the Ireland of the English pressure so at half time then I recorded myself my perspective of the first half so I hope you can hear it um, if it is noisy I'm sorry they were playing a lot of loud music before the match and in half time you couldn't really have a conversation which was really annoying but yep and here it is the clip insider clip so Ireland came out firing in the second half, attacking England's breakdown, but only 11 handling errors early on hampered the Red Roses' progress as the game got scrappy. Despite having the significantly improved possession, Ireland was unable to convert, despite repeatedly phases in the England territory and stayed scoreless. Um, following the match then... Um, I didn't notice. So before the whole match happened, um, a girl called Kiva Morris, I'm hoping I'm saying her name right, uh, arrived at the game equipped with posters and hundreds of stickers emblazoned with the slogan, I give a fuck. Um, her attention was distribute them to spectators that entered Musgrave Park, but security officers confiscated them on the way in. Now, an explosive statement odd did this devastation uh, revolution public published last week by the Telegraph Sports, which uh, apparently a major figure in Irish rugby was overheard at a dinner saying, "Who cares about? Well, I'm gonna who cares? Okay, right. Who cares an f about women's rugby?" Uh, now she said, Morris explained it, that we were told we weren't allowed to bring them in because they had a curse word on them. However, we wanted to show the players our support. We wanted to show them 
that despite everything we are rooting for them we wanted to know how much value we value women's rugby so after the five thousand i'm mixing up now gosh after the final whistle the five thousand three hundred nine strong audience which apparently was there if i'm truly honest i'm gonna say only about three thousand were there it even maybe smaller it it wasn't awful um the fans got up to their feet, applauded their wounded and bruised side. Uh, home team, they can take the confidence from their bruising forms against England. Uh, side who was clumsy by their standards despite scoring eight unanswered tries. Despite England's victory, um, it came to a cost with the captain Packer and prop Hannah Botterman walking off in the first half due to injury. Uh, Natasha Moe. Hunt of England said uh, her comeback on the team. It is bittersweet at the moment, Hunt told BBC Sport. We are very frustrated with how we went about and the ball wasn't clean. Ireland did an excellent job with us, but I'm overjoyed to be back out with the girls. Um, so I'm going to insert now Tony's pretty, um, thoughts of the match. Fair warning, there is swearing and um, I try to Tell her to be more nicer in it. Well, not nicer, politer. You know, she she was going a little harsh. <laughs> um, so here's Tony's point of view. So along with that, right, Tony, what did you think of the match? Shocking! Oh my lord, have they ever caught a ball in their life? Okay, no, don't go that bad. Don't, no, no. Fair, to be fair, be no, nice. They were fighting against the what second best rugby team in the world in women's. So it was a bit hard. England, I will say fair play to them. They were so organised. The tr- Everything, out down to catching the ball, going for it, tackles. There was always three people on, ready to go for the ball, whereas Ireland, I felt, was very scattered. There was too many gaps in the line. They weren't strong enough as well. But they gave it their socks. But unfortunately, girls, he didn't win this time. Uh, 2019... Um was the first year that Guinness started sponsoring the Women's Six Nations. Um, they said they were really proud to be the first first official partner with Six Nations. And then after that, followed TikTok, um, which we all know TikTok for social media. Um, the marketing director of Guinness Ireland, Alan Maca Allen. I cannot say the surname. We're just going to call him Alan, right? Uh, Through our rugby partnership, championship, what? Partnership and dedicated activity throughout this year, TikTok's Women's Six Nation Championship, we are committed to continue to raise the profile in women's games. Um, Along with the I Give a Fuck poster issue, the IRFU believes. And they stated a statement after this match. Uh, They believe the language on the poster was inappropriate, given the amount of minors that attended the game. And the regulating board also believes that the protest was not conducted properly. But the question is, do they allow male rugby players to slip out a swear word after a post-game interview and get away with it? But when a female supporter campaigning... campaigning there's the word against it will get not get a slap on the wrist um compared to the boys they won't that would be just brushed under the carpet i'm sure to be honest yes i was near kids during the match um i was trying to limit my swearing um 
But if you are frustrated with the team's efforts and performance, you can't accidentally release a swear word. I know this is rugby. It's not like football. Football fans can be a lot more worse and cursing the be shouting at the players saying, you're shit, blah, blah, blah. You know, we've seen that. Um, but also with that, um, still it boils down to the R. I R F U I. I always struggle with saying that. I don't know why. It's easy to say I R F U. Oh, anyway, uh, to their approach on the women's game, the question is whether will they change their nasty ways to let women succeed in the coming seasons. Briggs, former captain of um, the Ireland's women's team, said, "I had taken a break from social media and everything in the last week because it's so draining to see what that." For people who do not understand what we're doing here is building and what we're going. People speculate all the time. Someone, another suggested we simply stop playing. This is completely absurd. Why do you believe we wear the Irish jersey? How do you think we put in so much effort? Wall stated, um, another player, uh, I just think this stuff about breaking a record or not playing the game is very insulting to us as players give out every day and put everything into the Irish jersey to play Six Nations. All of us discourage about such things severes no purpose. What's the point of speculating about something like that? They all mostly ignore it. Um, along with that, that's why a lot of them actually went off social media last week. Um, to be honest, yesterday, well, today's Sunday, I'm recording it day after of the match. But, um, I have read the comments on social media of it. I was trying to be as positive as I could with my comments. Yes, it's disappointing that Ireland lost again. Um, But there's a lot of work we need to do. And it's not just the players. They are trying their best. I think um, if we look at the other teams right now, Ireland is semi semi I don't even know are they an amateur team like this is the thing okay so like it says online we are it doesn't even say that we're a professional team I don't think we are from what people's comments on social media as well was they're an amateur team compared to France and England's teams in women's rugby they are professional England has only been professional team for five years and like the team is still a young group the uh, only established in 1991 so along with that also they're currently ninth in the world um, the highest was second in 2014 um, you know I think you know people at the moment honestly it's just like people just want to point a finger and they want to point it at the players they want to point it at the manager they want to point it at the IRFU um, a lot of people are saying there is a lot of financial uh, difference between the men's team and the women's. Apparently, the women's had cuts in their salaries for improvement of the team. Um, if that is true, why? Um, I think we need to be equal about it. Um, you know, like if the Irish women's team in football and the men's football team can go equal pay. And get the same kind of like things and like gym equipment and 
physio and all of that that should be exactly the same for the women's rugby team um obviously like women's sports is looked down upon and we all know that women in general not just in sports are looked down i think we all if you're a woman you have experienced it i have definitely seen it in my job and in sports you know i've only started watching women's rugby in the last two years so i'm still new to this i'm still learning about everything and you know i even yesterday's match i was trying to be positive i knew we weren't going to have a great result um you know and watching the match it's you know the physicality of it you know it's a little different i saw an english player um tackled two girls from the irish team and they were both down and it was a fairly big knock like the two girls were fairly slow to get up i think the scrummages were pretty well they they were pretty good but coming from you know when it breaks in the middle and like they have to get up like getting up and moving was too slow they were very spread out um i think obviously the physicality um i know people will be comparing the men and the women's is absolutely different but i think you know we need more oh i don't know how to say this i want to say this respectfully okay tougher stronger girls you know i don't that like not can like they can take a hit like they can it's just you know concussions and all that is a serious thing um but you know from the first 15 minutes they looked really tired and they looked shattered so you're kind of wondering like first half 15 minutes they're really tired you're one like to be fair i've seen the men's team i think just before they won the grand slam i think it was some of the guys look wrecked already you know um and the team have a lot of injuries at the moment in the women's rugby team um so that, like all in general a lot of things need to be sorted a lot of things need to be fixed for them um you know but to go after the girls um and say stuff very harshly like they don't need it like it's not going to help the situation um, you know like I, I just think it's unnecessary it's not going to get things done um you know especially i was on facebook and i there was a guy i commented saying look we're not we're not there and this guy then decided to comment and reply to me saying oh they should play maybe another sport and exactly this is the kind of comments we don't need but like this is the comments we're getting in general for any sport women do golf rugby football um even in e-racing or racing in rally cars or anything like that people have these comments um they just you know i I don't know it's this is hard because like you see these and you can fight back but it's not gonna get it's just gonna make either a difference you're gonna look really bad and then they're just gonna get more angry it's like of course you're gonna be like defensive you're a woman and all this you know um and also along with that i read an article in the car before the match heading and i was reading it to my mum. like they're saying they need more celebrities involved to help uh make women's sports like um in the rugby 
more popular like they were saying Brian O'Driscoll is getting involved now and people were like oh it's because now he's a daughter it's um with other professional like Paul O'Connell who was former Irish rugby player and captain he, it's exactly the same thing they were saying oh it's because they're dads and now they have a daughter in their life they kind of want that stuff to be improved okay yeah yes it's another thing and people are like oh but if it's going to like help this and get us more awareness we'll take it you know we'll take anything you know if you look at about it in american soccer national soccer league uh one of the teams is literally owned by so many women in the hollywood actresses and all different businesses from acting to uh tech companies are all now have a bit of a share in the company like natalie portman is one of the owners of um the team i think if i'm right it's gotham um i can't remember i should know this but i don't watch women's national soccer league as much anymore um because honestly i don't know the players and the most of women's national soccer team who i used to watch growing up i have retired um but with that yeah that's it like i don't i don't have any like i want to be as positive i can i know we're not there i mean i really hope i really hope we can get there eventually um you know and with next week's game i want them to win this match um i really do i think obviously who's going to win overall it's probably going to be england if they get the the grand slam in twickenham next week and already it's fifty thousand tickets sold for that which which for women's sports that's amazing and you know um and apparently brian o'driscoll was at yesterday's match as well i had no clue um and but like we're just we're just gonna take every day a new day to improve women's sports um and that's just in sport in journal like sports journalism sports journalism i know like anyone who does sports journalism gets criticized as well um we've seen that so yeah that's that's really it i think um thanks for listening to this week's episode i'm sorry i hadn't uploaded on the podcast for a while um with that yeah thanks i'm gonna do another episode i think after this and it's coming up to may so i will be taking uh, another break for probably two or three weeks so i'm hoping to with the first week of may i'm going to be organizing like two or three episodes for the month in may that be uploaded when i'm away because i'm going to new york of course that's <laughs> i'm kind of nervous about it but it'd be fine um and i'm probably going to be reducing my streaming in twitch uh as well with new york coming up as well so um with that and i also need to figure out some techie things with my computer like does anyone know how to update a windows 10 because i have a windows 10 pro and that's fine but i can't play a game because apparently i need to and need a new update of windows and my computer's updated to the current windows so i don't know I just want to play The Last of Us, okay? That's all I want to play. Um, But yeah, thank you guys for listening. I hope you all have a good week, um, day, whatever you're doing. Just take it step by step. Take a deep breath. It'll be grand. We'll get through this. I'll see you guys all then. Bye. Thanks for listening to Shea's Podcast. 
Make sure to follow Shea Spills Podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Shea Spills Pod and Shea Spills Podcast. And check out Chilano on your socials at Chilano.